0: Welcome to Running Deep, a podcast that exists to encourage women to be deeply rooted in the Word of God through every season of life.
1: Hey ladies, welcome back to this month's Running Deep podcast. This is Sarah Herring and Laura Benson, and we have Haley Kerprick here with us this month. And we're really excited to talk about this topic uh, and hear from Haley, uh, just what does it look like to glorify God with your health and wellness?
2: So Haley, tell us a little bit about yourself. So I spent the last three years working full-time with Salt Company. And this July, I took a new role with a company in Cedar Falls called Talk To Me Technologies. It's a speech device company, so it's durable medical equipment. And I work in the funding department, so I've gotten to know a lot about insurance and the world of... um, medical, a different side of the medical world than I've ever known
0: before with, um, speech. It's good. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's all good. Yeah. Okay. And you just got engaged a couple months ago, I guess not just, that was a while ago. Yeah. We are at 109
2: days, but neither of us are counting. (laughs) Give or take 109. (laughs) That's exciting. Yeah. So May 10th, Uh, We'll be getting married here in Cedar Falls. Who are you
0: marrying?
2: David Andrew. So he has two first names, and soon you will too. I will have a much easier last name, so I'm pretty excited about that. I still (laughs) don't know
1: how to pronounce
2: your last name. Everybody (laughs) say it
0: together.
1: (laughs)
2: Kerbrick. I don't even correct anybody anymore. Uh, You have 109 days. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Then it'll be. You're almost done. So Haley, how long have you been coming to Candeo and when did you get plugged in? What does that look like now in your life?
2: Yeah, it was about five years ago when I was a sophomore in college and I had just started following Jesus Um, and I didn't. My church church experience growing up, um, I had been involved uh, with the Catholic Church even up until my sophomore year of college. And then had met a lady who taught me how to pray. And after she had taught me how to pray, I began to follow Jesus. And I showed up at Candeo by myself. Mm -hmm. Um, I started coming on Sunday mornings. And then I started coming to Salt Company. I got plugged in with a connection group. Um, And that was my sophomore year. And then it would have been my junior year of college um, that I... No, it would have been my senior year of college where I jumped on staff with Salt Company. So Mm -hmm. I'd just been a part of the church for a little over two years at that point when I jumped on staff. Um, And so I led discipleship groups through that, got to minister to college women in that time. And now I continue to lead a Mm -hmm. discipleship group, um, even outside of my other jobs. So I've got four college gals that I meet Mm -hmm. with every week Mm -hmm. and, um, part of a connection group. And so that was, yeah, the last five years up until now. Mm -hmm. Great.
0: Okay. So Haley, you work at a job that you deal with kind of health and insurance and wellness and things like that. Up until a couple of months ago, you were a instructor at a, like spinning class, right? For a while. That's fun. And you just are somebody that in general, I know you care about pursuing health and exercise and things like that. So that's why we're excited to have you on today to talk about some of those things. So in your life, Haley, what does it look like for you to pursue health and um, to appreciate your body and appreciate what God has, um, yeah, given you in that? Yeah, I've kind of
2: over... I grew up playing sports, so it was never really a question until um, both a combination of my junior year of high school being diagnosed with type 1 diabetes and then my sophomore year of college when I um, ended up quitting softball. And so after that, it felt like the, the first time that I'd ever really had to consider what it looked like to be healthy mm-hmm. uh, because prior to that, I just never really – considered it because I I would have considered myself fit because I played sports. Mm -hmm. Um, And I felt like those first years of having diabetes, I was just learning how to take care of myself in that. And so now when I look back on the last um, eight years of being diabetic in life without sports, I feel like God's just given me a perspective of what it looks like to actually take care of and steward Mm -hmm. uh, the gift that he's given us in our own bodies. Yeah.
1: I love that you use the word steward. Can you just
2: like explain that more? Why you chose to use that word steward? Yeah, I think everyone would be more familiar with the idea of stewarding our money and stewarding Mm -hmm. our time Mm -hmm. that we've been given it on loan and Mm -hmm. it's not ours to um, use as we want. And I think that God has given us bodies that are to be used in the same way we're given them on loan. We know that we won't Mm -hmm. have them forever. And so we get to make decisions every day about all sorts of things, what we put into our bodies, what we do with our bodies. And um, I think it's really helpful. It's helped me a lot to consider it as a stewardship rather than uh, it's my responsibility to just or it's up to me to do as I please with mm-hmm. my body.
0: Yeah, I've heard said before that our health is a gift and not a possession. And yeah, that's a, a we've been given this gift. That's something to steward. We can't assume that it's just like oh, I should be healthy because why would I not be? It's something that, um, yeah, actually that that can motivate me even more to work out or things like that when I realize. I have legs that can run and Mm -hmm. I have arms that can lift things. So it, it takes some of the drudgery out of it. Even when I see it as like a gift and a stewardship is like, how cool is this that God has given me this body and this health to steward? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I, it, it changes the way I view exercise and thinking healthy. So yeah, we don't know
1: if we'll have tomorrow. And so Mm -hmm. every day is a gift from God, just like our health is a gift. We don't know if we'll be healthy tomorrow, what will happen, and even just, I mean, in God's Word, it talks about Him giving us the breath of life, like even every breath is given from Him. It's a gift. So I really appreciate using the word steward and how that is a gift to have health and life.
0: So what does it look like? You mentioned that you were diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. Tell us a little bit about what that looks like in your life. What Um, How you've kind of learned to walk with that the past several years and what that looks like on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. So being a type one diabetic, I am insulin dependent,
2: which means that um, I really can't stop thinking about um, the processes of my body that normal, seemingly healthy people don't have to consider. Mm. Um, So being diabetic, it means that my pancreas doesn't make insulin, which um, is a, a response to sugar in the blood. So anytime we eat, anytime we, um, even sleeping affects the amount of sugar in, mm. in our blood. And so, um, the way that that looks in my life is I wear an insulin pump and it's constantly giving me insulin to try and mimic what a normal healthy pancreas might look like. And then every time I eat, I have to, figure what i'm eating how many carbs am i eating how much sugar is in this is this a really starchy food that's going to uh, linger around for a long time and um, so there's a lot of math involved if i'm Mm -hmm. going to take one unit of insulin for every nine grams of carbs i'm eating and i'm eating 36 how many units of insulin do i need to take Mm -hmm. so especially when i'm eating but even uh, when I go, when I think about taking a nap, am I is my blood sugar at a good place that I can sleep without worrying about going too low or uh, going too high? Or if I'm going to go out for a run, um, am I going to get low on my run? If I get low on my run, what am I going to do? And mm. so I normally uh, carry extra sugar with me. A lot of times, I run with my debit card in my shoe in case mm. I need to stop at the store for. Um, Some extra sugar or something like that, even while I'm running. Uh, But even things like going on a trip or going away for the weekend and trying to consider what sort of supplies am I going to need to take with me. I've been wearing my pump for this many days. I'm going to need to change it at this point. And so there's just a lot of math and consideration to things that I had never previously thought about. Mm. Um, which is why it seemingly plays a lot into health and wellness because it does deal a lot with how I eat and how I exercise and sleep and, and all of those things that just make up overall wellness. Mm.
0: So how do you, how do you manage the balance of like knowing about those things and like talking about needing to count your carbs and things like that and not be kind of becoming obsessive over those things, you know, like, so it's, I know it. people will say it's unhealthy to like be super, super aware of counting calories or something because it just becomes on your mind all the time, mm-hmm. but it has to be on your mind all the time. So how do you balance being particular about it, but not let that rule your life? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, this, I think the same
2: thing that most people um, or people are striving to when they're eating for just like balance. Mm. So it's not like a, a restrictive thing. I think that I'm still able to enjoy food. Um, but there are times where I just have to remember that this is going to take a little extra thought that I'm going to mm. want to put in ever. And so I think sometimes I do get really frustrated that it feels like I have to think about it all the time and I find myself even just complaining to God about like, God, I promise I would pray to you more. I promise that I would um, I would know you more if I didn't have to think about this mm-hmm. all the time
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, just because it, it's something I always have to consider. And so it's like, yeah, I can't turn the switch off and just not think about it. And so it's learning to manage it, but it's the same thing that everyone else has to consider when they're Mm -hmm. thinking about, how do I think about food? How do I think about exercise? It's a balance. So it's with what I've been given, how do
0: I balance my thoughts towards this area? Mm. So how would you say God has been growing you in that over the past several years, Haley? I think the area that he has been the most
2: gracious to me is in my own thoughts about it, it's not um, It's not as hard to think about it being a balance as it used to be. I used to feel like it was really unfair um, that I would have to consider these things. Mm-hmm. Um, yet I just learned that no matter healthy or not, that this is an area that we all need to focus on. So I feel like it's been God's grace in my own life to even walk with me through diabetes to help me understand what it does look like to be a good steward of my body in the fact that he's given me a lot of just like peace in in the situation Mm. at all Hmm. has
1: it changed your your perspective at all just on life and the like how fleeting life is
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah Absolutely. I when I hear the verse, though outwardly we're wasting away, yet inwardly we're being renewed day by day, I think that has a whole new meaning mm-hmm. to me, because mm-hmm. prior to that it it just didn't seem as visible when I was seemingly healthy that I was I would be wasting away. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have considered myself that, but to be given a physical, invisible reminder of that. I am able to cling more tightly to the fact that I'm being renewed inwardly day by day because I know I can't put any hope in the fact that I well I'm wasting away outwardly like Mm -hmm. what hope can we put into into that other than being good stewards because we know it is a gift that God's given us but we know just like life and everything in this world it's fleeting and temporary Mm -hmm. as well and this is
0: I mean, this has caused you a good deal of fear in your life too, right? What is What does that look like to walk through the fear of, I mean, this is, this is the rest of your life. It's not mm. like, give it a few more years. And so mm. how has that um, been weighing on your mind even? I mean, you've talked about insurance or things like that that can just be filling your mind at all times sometimes. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it's a really back and forth thing. I think, like I mentioned before, God giving me peace and hope in that. I mean, it's it is suffering, and often sometimes it doesn't feel like that, but <clears throat> oftentimes it does feel like it is suffering. Um, yeah, yeah. I I used to. I can remember um, when I gave myself my first insulin shot. I sat on my bed for over an hour, just full of fear of what it was going to look like. And that was only the first one. And, and I'm here eight years later. After that, still finding myself wavering back and forth with just intense fear of like, what happens if I can't someday mm-hmm. pay for insulin? Or mm-hmm. what happens if there's further complications? This often, one thing often leads to another. What happens if I just have more and more health issues? And uh, what if, what if I die when I'm, 60 unexpectedly and mm. don't get to live until I'm 80 because of complications this certainly doesn't feel fa- fair mm. and so yeah just that the fear and back and forth and so that's how I know that I have room to grow and suffering well but but still just confidence because it is wavering that like God has at times given me peace and and mm-hmm. always walks me th- with me through that but yeah just a lot of moments of fear of what it looks like to have something forever Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. so how has the hope of the gospel transformed just even giving you hope in that fear
2: Mm -hmm. yeah I think being able to look forward to a day where like Jesus promises when he comes back that he will redeem his people and we know that that um is spiritually, but it's also physically too, Mm -hmm. that though we're wasting away outwardly, there'll be a day when he comes back and and our bodies will be fully renewed. And so I just think about like the joy of not having to consider all of these things anymore Mm -hmm. and just being healthy again. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, just clinging less to here's what health looks like now and being able to look forward to just the hope of, future redemption of certainly spiritually but also physically much more than I would have previously.
0: Mm-hmm. What have been some like scripture passages that have been a comfort to you? Mm-hmm um
2: yeah certainly 2nd Corinthians 4 16 and I mentioned that mm-hmm. we're wasting away outwardly yet inwardly being renewed and um and even just overall, when I get frustrated about having to think about the stewardship it is to take care of a body that's wasting away, which is true for all of us, even just remembering in 1 Corinthians 6, where um, it tells us that our bodies are a temple of the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit. For those who are believers, we have all been given the Holy Spirit to dwell within us. And and so just remembering that what I'm stewarding in my body is is where the Holy Spirit Uh, is and our bodies are holy. And, um, so that that's encouraging to remember Mm -hmm. that, like, not just for me and having to consider what it looks like to walk through diabetes, but I know that you're walking through that and you're walking through that, Mm -hmm. what it looks like to steward a body that, Mm -hmm. that has the Holy spirit. And, um, I mean, even just the gospel in general, Romans eight talks about it where, it talks about how all creation has been subjected to futility, so we know mm-hmm. that we can count on our bodies failing us mm-hmm. uh, because of sin. Um, but also talking about when Jesus comes back, the creation will be freed from slavery to corruption, and um, and so how our corrupted, our now corrupted bodies will become uncorrupted when Jesus comes back. And um, I would say those are the ones that. Um, I think of in regards to uh, just overall, but when it comes to thinking about exercise um, and just the balance that similar to anyone uh, that I have to consider is in 1 Timothy 4.8, where it says uh, physical training is of some value, mm-hmm. but godliness is of value in, in every area, uh, just because our hope in the gospel is of the future mm-hmm. and not right now what physical training is going to to gain me now but the future what godliness will gain us rather than yeah Mm. what we can do here and now
0: Mm, that's great so Haley in the light of in light of those kind of two sides of that coin both the knowledge that we're wasting away and not wanting to obsess over our bodies today because they're going to be glorified one day and then also knowing like you said our body is a temple for the Holy Spirit how do you then maintain like a balanced view on health and wellness and pursuing that in your life
2: yeah I think because godliness is a value in every area I think it's important to pursue that above all else uh, even before fitness and wellness um, pursuing godliness and then following that yeah how can I steward my body how can I eat well how can I consider working out without becoming obsessive about Mm -hmm. it Um, and so just remembering that yeah this is of some value it is good that I take care of my body it is good that I eat well it is good that I take care of my health Um, but it's also good that I take care of my soul and it's of much more value that I care more about That And so it really is just this finding the balance between not wanting to care too much Mm -hmm. about things that will waste away, but also wanting to steward well. So it's like these two ditches where we either care far too much or we don't care at all, which Mm -hmm. is, I think a lot of people want to assume that they fall in the middle, but it's really easy to fall in one category versus the other.
0: Totally. Yeah, I, I think there's even different seasons of life where you can be falling into one ditch or the other and you feel like you're correcting but then can kind of overcorrect mm-hmm. and go into the other ditch. What does it look like for you, Sarah, to walk through that? Um, would you say you tend to fall in one ditch or the other and how do you oh, come definitely. at of in a balanced way? I think it's... Um
1: Control is a struggle for me just Mm. in every area of life or almost like obsessiveness about certain things. So um, I would definitely fall on the ditch of being too controlling of my health. And um, I was even just recently talking to Mary Center about this, even with our children, of um, the fear of losing them to some sort of health issue Mm. can cause me to be more controlling about the food that we eat and what we allow our children to eat and then for me personally it's like okay well we're eating this way like our whole family and then I'm going to make sure I'm exercising and all of that and then I have to have a heart check and a mind check of okay why am I doing this Mm -hmm. and is it because I think that I'm controlling my health and can somehow skirt by something that could inevitably happen. You know, we can be the healthiest of people and Mm. God can still determine our days to be fewer or, um, you know, a heart attack tomorrow or who Mm -hmm. knows, like we can't control those things. And so just to rest in, um, in the sovereignty and the mm-hmm. goodness of God, that he is a good father and he knows what's best for us. And so like you're saying, Haley, so having a, a perspective from eternal eyes and knowing that I'm going to be one day with my good father who loves me and is sovereign over all things, but yet I can pursue health for the sake of having more energy to serve him now. Mm-hmm. Um So thinking of it, I mean, some people might be obsessive because of image um, or some people might be obsessive over control and wanting to be healthy, um, but really rather our mind should be, um, we want this to be our aim and our goal so that we can glorify God with our heart, soul, mind, and strength Mm. and love him with all of those things so that we can have the energy to seek first his kingdom and Mm -hmm. not our own and not have to be distracted by, you know, maybe maybe I don't have the energy to serve him and serve his body because I'm not making the right choices Mm -hmm. in my health. So I would definitely say it is a struggle. And um, like you said, there are seasons Mm -hmm. uh, that I have to bring it back to the Lord and ask him to fix my eyes on him rather than on my health or my Mm.
0: fitness yeah I love you talking about us just being holistic beings like we we aren't Mm -hmm. just a spirit or we aren't just a body we are body and mind and soul like we are full beings and so one of those pieces affects another like if I'm physically unhealthy it will affect my mind it'll affect my you know, my spiritual walk even mm-hmm. at times if it if it becomes so unhealthy. And so it's right to seek like godliness in each of those areas and and love the Lord through each of those areas. Um, yeah, I think there's a variety of different idols we can be fighting against in that. For some, yeah, it's image. For some it's control. For some it's laziness or comfort. For some it's um I don't know, pleasing the people around them. Mm -hmm. or or I mean, there could be a wide variety that our bodies are linked to. And so it's, I think, identifying what that idol is personally and then figuring out what are steps I need to take to acknowledge this as a good thing but not as a God thing, like not as the thing that consumes my mind. And so um, different people then will have different application points for Mm -hmm. a talk like this. For some people, you need to hear that exercise is the literal way of fighting the sin of laziness, Mm -hmm. like get up and go to the gym. It's good. (laughs) And for some people, you need to like not be so aware of your calories or not be not work out for three hours at a time because it's not actually healthy. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of assessing where you are and figuring out how to um, how to care about your body, but not in a. Um, consuming way with idols behind it. So Haley, to wrap up, what, um, what words would you give to the person listening that might, might be struggling with chronic illness or might have seasons of trial when it comes to health, whether that's physical health or mental health, um, that you've learned through your walk? Mm-hmm. When I was first diagnosed, I was really desperate to not
2: have it. And I learned that there was no way to not because I was going to have this for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And just over the last few years, realizing that God is glorified, certainly when he heals people, but even when he doesn't, when he gives people a spirit of hope and peace to the people that he doesn't heal, that that's his grace. And so continuing to walk in a way where my aim is godliness heart mind soul and strength but also fighting for just the the peace and the hope that he gives to people who are suffering or walking through like you said it whether it be illness physically or mental or suffering of any sort it is god's grace just as much for him to give people hope and peace Mm -hmm. as they walk through suffering and um So as we talk about health and wellness and God giving balance in that, I think even as he provides, um, just hope and peace and that sort of balance Mm -hmm. that, that that's his grace as well. And, um, so just as I struggle and continue to oftentimes struggle with fear, um, I want my aim to be hope and peace in God
0: because he does give that because he is good Mm -hmm. to us. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, it's good news to know that though God has given us a gift of our bodies and the things we can do now, we know that one day we will have fully glorified bodies and that um, gives us hope in the midst of whatever we're walking through. So thank you, Haley, for joining us this month. It's been fun to talk about your life and talk about the things you're learning and we will catch up with you guys next month.